I'm Kendria. I need you to go like, follow, and subscribe. Soul Productions. What's up, everyone? And this is Next Level Thinking. What's up, everyone? It's another episode of Next Level Thinking. As we always do, we help you bring it to the next level. It's your host, Chris Holmes. And today, I have a special guest by the name of... Marie Cross from Melbourne, Australia. Awesome. Way from Australia. So we're doing international. And as of course, you know, I'm from the United States. But that's what the podcast is all about. We're in linking in different countries and things like that to bring inspirational stories. So with the groundbreaking like that, uh, let's start off telling the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, I am known as a podcasting queen. This is not something that I gave myself the title, but rather what my community and clients had referred to me for quite some time. And so one of the things I love doing and have been doing since 2008 is inspiring hope, possibility and greatness through various podcasts that we've been running. And so it's great and honoured, such an honour to be invited to, to speak on your podcast because I know that that's one of the, the reasons you're podcasting is to inspire and share stories as, as well. Um, but it, it's such a great way, isn't it, to be able to reach other people, network with awesome people from the other side of the world as we're interviewing, but also make a much bigger impact. And that's really what, what my work and uh, what I do is all about. Yeah, it sounds definitely sounds like we've got uh, similar interests of connecting uh, people all across the world, similar interests and just inspire them. Like I would say on my show, take it to the next level. So I want to ask you a question. So how did this all start? Because, you know, podcasts is still, I guess you can say, relatively, um, I guess, in the early stages. But what inspires you and what kind of kicked everything off? Yes, great question. Back in 2008, uh, I was working in the career industry as a personal branding strategist, so really helping people in the workforce, um, executives and professionals stand out, get hired and get paid what they're worth. But for, for many of you who, have, um, who recall back then, it was when the global financial crisis hit. And traditional media, as they tend to do, always talk about doom and gloom and negativity and we could see when I say we it was a colleague and I could see that it was impacting people's psyche and just their mindset and how they approached work many people were unemployed globally and they had to shift they had to change the way in which they were approaching their job search and we knew that if they continued to allow the negativity into their mindset that that was going to impact them so my colleague and I said you know what we need to be the voice of hope and inspiration we need to bring techniques strategies insight and also hope that there are were jobs it might take a little bit longer but here are some ways that you can you can now approach job search and we started it having no idea what we were doing but what we did know was we wanted to to be that voice with people and we did that for two years and then we, we kind of parted ways because our businesses went different ways but I've been podcasting ever since but it really was to to get our message out in a much bigger way and now when you look at all of the technologies that are available to us it back then there was only like one piece of technology that we were using blog talk radio um, and the technology the audio wasn't that fancy but you know the moral of the story is go with what you have right now be driven by the by by I guess the desire to make that impact and everything else will sort itself out and it did Exactly. And I definitely love your energy and much more. And, uh, was, and we definitely have similar interests of just connecting people. And I want to key on to something that you definitely hit on is the mindset, because, you know, and you hit on a lot of different great points, because a lot of times there's so much negativity. It's very easy to get drained 
and like stuck into that along with the rest of everybody else. But you want to stand out and be different. And it's about time that we start advertising more positive energy and showing that things can be done. And also near the end of what you were talking about is just pretty much using the resources of what you have right now. You don't always have to have all these outside things or the most expensive things. Just use what you can right now and just get started. Because I believe a lot of times people think, I don't have the right stuff right now. I shouldn't do it. And it just delays the process more and more and more. And then they never get to it and they get it done while um, somewhere else in the other world. Someone's like, you know what? I don't have everything, but I'm going to get started. I'm going to figure it out. So you yes. just pretty much take that leap of faith and go. So definitely yeah. cuddles on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure do. Something else that you said, and I, I would love to just speak into this a little bit more because I see many people getting stuck. We're looking for technologies and tools, absolutely, but we're also often waiting for the confidence to build or we're looking what other people are doing. And what I say is you, you need to take that step of faith and just get out there and do that because confidence will build every single time you're out there sharing your message um, and sharing your voice. But one of the most important things, often when we look at what other people are doing and we try and emulate them because, you know, their audience likes this and this and so we try and be this and this, we need to really be mindful of who we are, who God has made us to be, our unique gifts and our strengths, our journey, the challenges that we've overcome uh, and we wrap that up and give ourselves permission to be us, that is when we make the most, you know, most impact and the most difference in the lives of others because I see so many people kind of trying to put on a mask when really they need to reveal their gifts and their talents. And when they do that, that's when they really can shine and make a much bigger impact in the lives of others. That's what i found. And definitely I agree with that, especially with the journey because uh, it's like telling a story, like as we all know, Les Brown and much more, everybody loves a story and showing mm-hmm. the progress to overcome a lot of these adversities and challenges actually inspires somebody else. And it yes. all comes down to uh, taking that leap of faith when it comes to a lot of things, because um, I think traditionally a lot of us expect to have like a um, I guess I'd say like a drawn pathway. Like if I do this, you can get disconnect like A, B, C, D. You know, we know it's like the comfort zone because uh, yes. we know what's going to be guaranteed. But when you're doing something new or innovative, you don't always have that roadmap. So you got to pretty much take uh, that step or, you know, that leap of faith and much more. And then as you up, um, come up to different challenges, you're like, okay, this didn't work, but let me try this. All right, that yes. didn't work. Let me try this. It's getting beyond the point of, not moving because of failure. Because I feel like the fear of failure or what you may look like to um, somebody else, your friends, coworkers, and things like that is what really prevents a lot of people from making that first step because we're so worried about what somebody else is going to say instead of like Mm -hmm. focusing on the uh, the process and the journey and taking those like um, ups and downs as learning lessons to -hmm. grow them to the person or what direction they need to um, get to. Yeah, so, so true. Something that you said there about failure, I think that is so true. And and I remember years and years ago, I hated failure because to me, I took it personally. And one of the things, and with your podcast, you know, next level, taking things to the next level, we need to take risks. So it's taken me a long time to get to a stage where I am comfortable with failure. And, and, you know, if anyone takes just one thing away from today's podcast is to embrace it because a number of reasons. Number one, it means you're out there doing stuff. 
and there's going to be some stuff that doesn't work. And guess what? Now you know of a way that you, you're not going to do something again. Or look at it and say, okay, so what worked? Because so often we look at a whole aspect of, of a project or something that we tried. And we go, well, that was a complete failure. But what we need to do is chunk it down, pull it apart. What worked really well? What were some of the things that you felt comfortable with? What things can you change so that the next time you do something, you can get a better outcome? But that is now a foundation upon which you can build. It's a step. But only if we look at it that way, if we look at it as an, a learning opportunity. So when a lot of people say, oh, well, you've been really lucky, you've been really successful or whatever, and this is just any conversation, that is a lot of, that, that success comes with a lot of different failures, but each of those failures has been a stepping stone and a lesson and an insight that you can impart to others too. And something else, Chris, that I want to mention is I remember one of the biggest failures, actually it was the biggest failure that I ever had, a business failure. It was a business partnership. We had a seven-figure pipeline, was, work, was working with awesome clients. But I won't go into the story other than to say that partnership crumbled. And I was left thinking, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do now? But through, through some healing and, and coaching and mentoring with a high-level coach, I was able to work through that. And now that biggest failure is now the best thing that ever happened to me. I wouldn't be able to look at that way, at that way, and have taken all those learnings had I not um, given myself permission to take a step back, regroup. And I remember sharing sharing more about this on another podcast, and someone reached out to me and said, "Man, you are so." Uh, I can't remember the exact words I'm paraphrasing, but what courage you have in sharing that. And I thought, actually, I didn't look at it that way. I'm happy to share if I can fast track someone else's journey. And I think that's where we've got to get to a stage to where we're comfortable in sharing that, the learnings, the lessons, because people will resonate with you because they may not be talking about it, but they're going through the exact same things that you're going through. And if you can be someone that imparts insights into that area and people get comfortable with sharing, being transparent in that way, I think uh, a lot more people will do that. Because what do you think? I mean, there's a lot of people that are going through failure mm -hmm. and, and stuff, but they're not talking yeah. about it, you know? Yeah, so you were definitely on like a really strong track. You're getting excellent points and things like that. So I'm basically just adding on. So you're basically like taking the words right out of my mouth. But I, um, I definitely agree with that because a lot of people like to show the success, success, the good, the good, the good. Yeah. Everything's all happiness and much more. But, you know, in reality, um, I think the best analogy um, is like you, uh, there's a graphic of iceberg. You know, like it looks all good up top, but at the bottom is where all the struggles and things go on. And and you did you know, also another great point is being completely transparent of what things went wrong, things like that is what really makes you relatable because when somebody's going through their own adversities or the trouble, finances, family, whatever is going on in their life, they can look at the other person and be like, well, if they overcome it, I can too. And it just gives them like a new pretty much breath of air and hope to keep things going because mm -hmm. like when I think that the issue today is people just look at a lot of successful people. I think they just got there overnight. It was all roses and fluff, fluff. It had no issues at all, but that's not the um, actual truth. They had to grind, put a lot of hard work in. They probably had sleepless nights. Their account probably looked shady at sometimes. I mean, we all been there, but the same, at the same time, they kept moving forward. Yeah, so, so true. I think there's some incredible lessons, more so in what you've overcome. And I can't remember who, who said this or whether it was on a podcast or whether I read it, but someone said, you don't come back to me until you've failed and you have failed hard because it's in the lesson that shapes your character. 
and often what you need for the next season of your life. And so in that instance, not that we want to, you know, have failure. Sometimes I pray and I go, you know, I might be saying something with it, but Lord, don't make it too hard, you know, that kind of thing. You joke about it a little bit, but it's true. We have our character shaped in, in our trials and in our um, struggles. And often when, and because businesses and life is all about growing and learning and, and I think imparting knowledge for others to, to be able to learn themselves as, as well. And, you know, I've recalled some of the podcast interviews that I've had and some of the people who now run very successful businesses and it has been on the back of failure. And I remember one gentleman saying to me once, he said, I'm so glad that I didn't get backing from investors. He said, because 10 years on, I'm a better husband, I'm a better father, and I'm a way better entrepreneur and business owner and leader of my business because it was in those trials and struggles, even when everyone else looked like they were having success. But I knuckled down and I developed and I grew and he said, I'm a much bigger more depth of a man now than I would have been 10 years ago and I think a lot of us can learn from that I know I certainly took away a lot too and that's what I remind myself of you know when something didn't quite reach the heights or what you wanted celebrate the milestones even the little ones because it all is moving you forward to to that goal and that that destination that that you've you know put your vision on definitely definitely agree to all that and much more and I want to hit on one solid point um, as you were saying, it's like it is the failures or the times you're getting knocked down that, that do actually build your character. But like a person really doesn't grow in the success when everything is good. It's through the, you know, the troubling times is when, or mm-hmm. in, the, in the darkness is when they start to grow. And we see this all the time when it comes to movies, athletes, and much more. Because there's plenty of times where you see like on ESPN where this athlete had like a tremendous injury. They thought he was out, rehab got back and now he's like playing like four times even better now or the storyline of somebody like an athlete you know and her team behind and it looks like the game's completely over and all of a sudden that rally and that momentum and now it's like everybody getting hope and things like that because mm-hmm. it does really show like the true test of character and like how bad do you really want it because that's yeah. what it really comes down to because everybody has dreams visions and i want uh, ask you that next is but it really comes down is how bad do you really want this because there's billions of people out there mm-hmm. in the world today but how yeah. bad and how much effort how much hard work are you going to put into it so when it comes to a uh, vision what is the important things to help shape this because i'm pretty sure someone wants to know the answer to this out of your yes. own head. Oh my goodness, I have learned a lot in my uh, over the, the last decade or, or so, or more actually. And one of the most important lessons that I have learned is to get clear on a vision and, and what that mission is. And it very much has to tie in with what makes you tick? What are you passionate about? And um, there's something that I call, I call helping someone identify their inner brilliance. And it often is, is intertwined between what you're passionate about and what absolutely peeves you off. And, you know, it, right within that, that is your stand for. And you've got to understand what that is. And for me, I've already mentioned, it is really about inspiring hope, possibility and greatness. So I'm passionate about sharing that message. But what peeves me off is when I hear other people sharing innuendos like I mentioned the you know the the news and the the tv the the traditional media talking about doom and gloom it peeves me off when I hear messages going out there that inhibits people's thinking or or inhibits their mindset so that's kind of in, in that area so you have to get clear on that but you have to get clear and stated and I know I, I call myself a multi-passionate 
person. I love learning new things, love expanding my knowledge. And so if I look over the last probably two decades, there are a lot of different aspects of my life and, and business that I was learning new things. And so for many people, they were probably, what's Anne-Marie doing today? And then she's doing that. You have to find this umbrella statement. So in the career industry, it was, you know, um, get noticed, get hired, get paid what you're worth. But I was doing a lot of different things within that. And so, you know, when you're talking about vision and mission, you have to get so clear on it that you're heading in that one direction. You know, otherwise you can see you, you may get pulled off between distraction, pulled out, you know, your, your attention gets pulled off the, the, the path that you're wanting to head to. And I often can see my own journey being from distraction to reaction. And, you know, when you've got that clear vision, which really often sits in your why, and why you do what you do, why you're passionate about what you do. And if you can wrap that around a message, you know, is going to inspire and empower other people, then that's what really keeps you focused. And you can incorporate new, you know, new learnings and everything, but it's still supporting you in moving towards that one vision, that one mission that you've really um, decided that this is what you really want to chase. And that is what pulls you forward even in the face of adversity, even in the face of challenges. Like today, I, I always love to start the morning off um, doing some meditation, journaling. I'm a Christian, so I obviously read the Bible and, and spend time in prayer. And if something's not working right, I'll always ask myself, so what do I do? What, what in this situation do I need to change? Is it a mindset thing? Because if you, if you start to look at externally of what's going on, and she did this and he did that and the market did this and that, you're giving them your power, basically, aren't you? So I like to reclaim that and go, what part can I play? Can I do anything better? Could I have showed up better? Can I do that? And then once I go, yep, and then that spark hits and off you go. And that's what I, can, that's what I do every single day. It's always looking, what can I have done better? What can I do better? Do I need to be more focused? And often, um, you know, the evidence is there and then you move forward in that. And I might not see the whole picture, but I can see that next step. And when I take that step and do what I've just, you know, what I've committed to doing, then often the next step and the next step will reveal itself. And does that help? Does that kind of answer that question? Oh, perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, as always, um, great, 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 great points. Um, and I like how you tied everything um, all together, especially when it comes to constantly learning, because that is very important. I, uh, learning doesn't stop at the high school, college, your traditional education. It's an everyday process. You live and learn every day because once you stop learning, that's pretty much a wrap. So always keep challenging yourself and learning and much more. And I want to throw one more uh, question before we wrap everything up is the importance of being around like-minded people because I feel like we were kind of etching around this. You know, we're inside the core, but I want to bring it back home onto this one. And it's the importance of, about about being around like-minded people, people that encourage you, keep going, and much more. Because as we all know, negative uh, energy loves, you know, company and things like that. Yes. But I think it's time we talk about the importance of being around people that are where you want to be in life and pretty much to keep you going. Yeah, it is so true. It is so true. You get to a stage, I think, where you have to be, you have to protect that. You have to protect your energy. You have to protect where your, you know, where your mind, where your thoughts, your patterns are progressing because your patterns will progress you either forward or backward. And, you know, for me, I'm very protective of that. And, and I just won't, 
um, you know, just won't tolerate it. And it might sound quite arrogant. But the thing is, if you allow that negativity, and, and sometimes it's even with my children or my family, and internally go, like, um, nah, I'm not taking that on board and I'll switch the topic. And, you know, there are some friends along the way who just love, there are some people who just love to be stuck in their stuckness. And I go, good for you. That's fantastic. But it's just not, you know, where, where, where I want to surround myself. You know, for some time, you know, sometimes the people that you can surround yourself may not necessarily be people that are in your location. You know, tap into great podcasts such as yours, Chris. Um, read great books. Go online. You know, that is if you find that there's no community quite close to you. And slowly but surely you will start to attract. And here's the thing that I noticed. It was when my thinking shifted that I noticed the other, you know, the externally started shifting as well. So again, it's, it's what I look internally. If I can't surround or find those people, what do I have to shift in myself to be able for me to be able to tap into that? But I think environment um, is crucial. Who you surround yourself, crucial. Very, very solid. And it's kind of fun when I hit this on the end, like the laws of the universe, eventually somebody keeps moving in a certain direction. You're going to be like, nah, maybe I should start thinking like this too, because now it starts overbearing because that energy is so good and positive. They start like, maybe I was doing this wrong. Maybe I need to change it up. And that's how um, you pretty much leave an impact to others is if you stay the core of what you need to do in your own pathway and things like that. It may not happen today, overnight, week, months. If, even a couple of years, but eventually, if you keep doing it, they're going to be like, hmm, <laughs> and then everything is going to shift around in their own life. So um, last little thing, I know it's added one. Uh, tell us uh, some of the future projects uh, you got uh, coming up. Well, I'm all about helping people to podcast with purpose, whatever that is for them, but really not only going from invisible to influential but also profitable. So I've got a number of programs that we're running and excuse me, my voice, it's early in the morning here in Australia and I haven't got my water here, so excuse the voice. So I'm going to be running group coaching programs, a 90-day idea to launch or thought leader podcast. We'll be running those a couple of times a week, a week, a year, and really just helping people hone that message. What is that message? What is my vision? So that they can be seen as that thought leader, make a much bigger impact in the world with their message, but ultimately grow a business that that uh, creates a lifestyle and the freedom that they're looking for. So that's the kind of project, but centered around podcasting and message. Awesome, awesome. As always, this is your host, Chris Holmes, bringing in great guests to help you take it to the next level. And again, I have my special guest by the name of... Anne-Marie Cross. All right, make sure you subscribe, uh, share, comment, and much more so we can keep that motivation energy and keep going because we want to help everybody take it to the next level and live the best lives they can. Peace and much love.